Welcome to the Sega Lounge, a podcast dedicated to our love for all things Sega, be it the games, the music, or the community. I'm KC. In each episode, I'll be talking to different guests and sharing their projects and their passion for Sega. Hello, my name is KC. This is the Sega Lounge, and you are more than welcome to join me for the next hour or so and learn more about our amazing guest of the week. Before we jump into this week's interview, I'd like to tell you about something special going on at Radio Sega. Radio Sega being our family here at the Sega Lounge. Every year, Radio Sega organizes the Fan Choice Awards, which include both Song and Remix of the Year. The process of choosing Song of the Year has two steps, nomination and voting. The former calls upon the listeners and the Sega community in general to nominate five songs from the list of Sega games that were released in the previous 12 months. And the nomination period is currently underway. You can find more info and the full list of eligible games at radiose.ga forward slash fanchoice2020. You can nominate your favorite songs until early December, at which point the 10 most nominated tracks will be part of the final Song of the Year 2020 pool. Remember, radiose.ga forward slash fanchoice2020. And now, it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for this week's guest. In the distant year of 2013, I had the pleasure of interviewing Scott Davis, a programmer, Sega fan and the creator of RetroAchievements.org, a project that intended to add achievements to old games. This week, I'm joined on the Sega Lounge by Meleu, a staffer over at RetroAchievements. We talk about the site's inception, Meleu's work with the RA community and what's in store for the future. Do you love collecting trophies or achievements in modern games? Ever wished you could get achievements in your favorite retro games? Keep listening to find out how you can make that happen thanks to retro achievements. Hello, Melo. Welcome to the Sega Lounge. Hi. <laughs> thanks for how having me. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, you're you're here to talk about uh, a very neat website. Uh, we'll talk about in in a few minutes. But first, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Would you like to tell us, um, for example, how you got into video games, uh, and then we'll talk about retro achievements afterwards. Okay, T talking a bit about my gaming life, right? Exactly your your history with games. Uh, okay, how you started and stuff. <laughs> well, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm the youngest of my siblings in my family, and you know the the youngest ones are usually lucky to be born in an environment where the older siblings already have friends and let's say entertainment stuff. <laughs> and <laughs> I remember the 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 very first experience I had with video games was while visiting a friend of one of my older brothers and it was uh, a weird console named here in brazil it's called telejogo <laughs> I, i'm not sure mm -hmm. if there is an equivalent for the for that in the international market but in, in english it would be something like 
tell a game. <laughs> but, but well, exactly. it, <laughs> it, it, it was basically a Pong uh, and only that. <laughs> and there isn't, <laughs> there isn't a way to change cartridge or change the game or play anything different than Pong. And an interesting thing about that telejogo thing is that there isn't a joystick. You had to control your bar with the dial built on top of the console. And well, okay. for, for, a, for a, a really young kid, um, I can't remember exactly, but I think I was six or seven. Controlling something that appears in a TV screen was like magic for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and well, later while visiting that the same guy, friends of my brother, uh, I had contact with a video game named Odyssey. Um, I, I think international community know it as Magnavox. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh and, yeah. And, and I remember that it had an actual keyboard on the console. And man, <laughs> when I realized that I would be able to write my name. On a TV screen, it was a shocking experience for for me as a kid. I mean, <laughs> shocking as an extremely delightful experience, it, it, an awesome thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And well, later, um, my family had an Atari to 2600. And that's when I really started my gamer life. Uh, I mean, at, at my own home, playing games like Enduro, Pac-Man, Pitfall. Keystone Capers, River Raids, Frogger, <laughs> Mega Mania, these kind <laughs> of things. And a bit later, we had an, a nice clone, NES clone. And it happened when I was at an age where I was really into gaming. And then I played a lot of Super Mario um, Mega Man, which is my favorite franchise. Contra, DuckTales, <laughs> River City, Handsome. And uh, I really, I really love this one, and it's a a beat 'em up with beat -em the up, yeah. with a touch of an RPG. <laughs> it's uh -huh. you can increase your skills and stuff like that. Um, Double Dragon, Castlevania, Ninja Gaiden, this Battle Toads. Well, the the list goes on indefinitely. <laughs> <laughs> and from this eight bit era, I remember also playing some. Sega Master System games while visiting some friends. And I remember playing Alex Kidd in Miracle World. And, and then the arcade games started to, to become popular in my city. And I remember seeing games like Final Fight, Street Fighter, The Simpsons, Captain Commando, Cadillacs, and Dinosaurs. Um, but uh, about arcades, there were some unfortunate things, though. <laughs> Um, the first one is that I wasn't, um, uh, let's say, I didn't have too much spare money <laughs> to spend on coin-operated <laughs> games. <laughs> and, yeah. and the second unfortunate thing is that, well, my, my father didn't like to see his children on arcade stores. Um, I'm not sure how it is around the world, but, well, here in Brazil, in the 90s, the arcade stores were not exactly uh, kids-friendly environments, you know, uh, grown-up <laughs> dudes, smoking, dope dealers, <laughs> this kind of thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, right after it started the 16-bit era and the war between Mega Drive and Super Nintendo uh, I, uh, started, <laughs> and I didn't have 
any of those, but I played a lot of a lot of those games at a friend's house. And that there is also a, a fun fact about it because I had a friend, a close friend, who had a Super Nintendo, and I was really addicted to that, <laughs> especially because we were able to play the arcade games at home, like uh, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Final Fight. And well, um, I didn't have much, let's say, common sense, I guess. <laughs> uh, the thing <laughs> is that I, I would wake up and then go to my friend's house to play video game. And after doing that for several weeks, one day he asked me, Hey, Melio, uh, could you please come after 9 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. Could you please not wake me up so early? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I could be an inconvenient kid when I, when it was about video games. <laughs> uh, well, uh, after that, uh, I was reaching that age when you start to be a rebellious teenager, let's say that, and my interests were slowly moving from video games to things like action, sports, and punk rock. <laughs> This kind of thing. Mm. And actually, uh, uh, I spent a big portion of my teenager and young adult days practicing ro rollerblading. Uh, I'm not sure. Some people call mm -hmm. it yeah. uh, aggressive inline skating. <laughs> um, uh, actually, if you Google Meleu Traxart, uh, Traxart, as T-R-A-X-A-R-T, you'll see a video of me doing some tricks. <laughs> um, well, um, Uh, at this time, I played a lot of PlayStation 1 with a friend who, who was a rollerblader too. And I have good memories playing Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, Resident Evil, Winning Eleven, mm -hmm. Tekken 3, Driver, Metal Gear Solid. Mm. And, well, I think after that, I started my adult life, you know, college, girls, working, wife, kids. <laughs> And it, <laughs> it made me take a break from gaming. And, well, the, um, the, the story about how I came back into gaming, into uh, and more specifically into retro gaming is kind of funny. It, it was when my my older kid was like uh, eight years old, and he, I, I bought for him a secondhand PS PlayStation 2. And I, at that time, I wasn't very interested into gaming, but I remember he playing some Dragon Ball Z and been 10 and and you know the those street sellers selling pirated games here in brazil it was a very common thing and mm -hmm. one day one day he asked me to go to a, one of those street sellers near to our house and he went and then came back saying hey dad look i, I bought a super mario game and i became surprised that I, i i wasn't aware about any super mario game for playstation 2 and when i looked <laughs> When I looked carefully, it was actually a CD with emulators for classic consoles and like 4,000 retro games available. Wow. <laughs> it was for PS2? For PS2, yeah. Oh. It was really surprising and it was awesome to revisit those games from my childhood. And well, since then, mm -hmm. I'm cursed playing old games. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, so uh, let, let, let me just interrupt you there, sorry, okay. to, to go back a little bit in time, because um, we, as, as Sega fans here, uh, mm -hmm. we know about the history of Brazil with Sega, mm -hmm. how uh, Sega is very big in Brazil, but you 
had an experience with the Master System, some experience with the Mega Drive through a friend's console. Yeah, but yeah. you never, um, you were never that big of a of a Mega Drive or Sega fan as maybe many people in Brazil were. Is yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it, it was, I mean, when they were the current uh, video games, as I revisit, revisited many Sega games as a, via emulator, but in my childhood, it wasn't come on my neighborhood, at least. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Interesting, yeah. because, uh, because of tech toy and, and stuff, so... They they are still making new versions of the Mega Drive Master yeah. System, so that's yeah, why yeah. I, I found it interesting uh, that you were you were not the the common type of I don't know if it's common, but at least for us over here in Europe, we think of uh, Brazilian kids in the nineties all with their Mega Drives or yeah. Master Systems. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have some friends who are Sega fans and. Um, I played a lot, uh, Toe Jen and Earl. Um, mm -hmm. Though, uh, what name of those uh, thieves? Uh, Bonanza Brothers. Bonanza Brothers. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's awesome to play it as a co-op. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, but well, in, in my childhood, in, in my neighborhood, it mm -hmm. wasn't really common. Interesting. That's interesting. Always nice I to hope, know new things. I hope to learn new things. Don't, I hope the listeners don't hate me because of that. <laughs> yeah, the, the the interview is basically over now, so you can go. Yeah, bye, oh, bye bye bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool that we have different experiences. That's that's always yeah. nice. So um, we're 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 here to talk about a little bit about retro achievements. Uh, older listeners of Radio Sega and followers of the Sega Launch podcast. Uh, probably know that a, a few years ago we had we published an interview, a written interview on the website on RadioSega.net with the founder of Retro Achievements. Mm -hmm. So apparently you got into retro gaming again more recently because of that, you know, that uh, experience with emulators. Mm -hmm. How did you uh, find out about Retro Achievements? Um, actually, I was, uh, as a, a non-Windows user, I was always, since that episode uh, I talked about with my kids <laughs> and emulators, and I started to research about emulation, and being a Linux user, I started to research about ways to emulate on Linux, and I... I found the RetroArch project. Mm -hmm. you, you know, RetroArch mm -hmm. is a is yep. a, let's say a multi emulator, mm -hmm. and and I also got involved in the RetroPie community. And okay, yeah, RetroPie. Well, probably the listeners know, but well, yeah. but it's a project that aims to turn uh, Raspberry Pi into a retro gaming machine. Mm -hmm. And and wh while um, being uh, an active member of that community, I learned a lot um, about uh, emulation on Linux. And 
and while trying to configure my RetroPie for retro achievements, well, I, I started to discovering discovering the retro achievements feature while uh, tweaking my my Raspberry Pi, and I became kind of frustrated because it wasn't uh, very compatible. The the retro arch, I mean, uh, uh, there there is a there are a lot of uh, retro <laughs> names here, but well, RetroArch. Yeah, but then, the, the the emulator that usually is used with RetroPie, right? Yeah, RetroArch is the main emulator used in the mm -hmm. RetroPie, and the RetroPie started. Um, a guy started to implement the achievements feature in in, in the RetroArch, but it wasn't really uh, good compatible. Mm -hmm. And I got involved in the retro achievements project while trying to help the, that guy to to um, improve the compatibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and well, um, I think that's uh, a, th th that's how you that's how you you found out about the the website itself, right? So, uh, actually, I I, f I found out about the website uh, a close friend. Who, who, by the way, who is a big Sega fan, <laughs> and <laughs> he, he showed it to me. Uh, we we usually talked about emulation and stuff, and he showed to me the, the retro achievements project, and I became really amazed about the concept of having achievements for old games. But uh, mm -hmm. uh, it, the the emulators available to play with retro achievements were only Windows uh, Windows only emulators, and I didn't give. I didn't give give too much attention to to it, but when I noticed the it would be possible to play with retro achievements on my RetroPie, I became really interested. And well, the the, the thing, uh, an interesting thing about the RetroPie community community is that we uh, it's a community of makers where 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 when some when the community mem when a community member noticed the lack of a feature rather uh, than just uh, giving up or complaining they actually implement the feature and even if they don't know how to code they can help with testing or providing detailed feedback or any way to contribute <laughs> and the, this atmosphere in the retropie community uh, was a big influence on me and i i started to well the retro achievements doesn't work nice in retro art, but let's see how can I help it to to be compatible. And I found yeah. I found uh, I found the guy. It's named uh, he's named Leiradel, and actually he's a Brazilian too. <laughs> and <laughs> he he started the the implementation of retro achievements in the retro arch, and well, we started to work together to improve the compatibility and that's how I became more involved in the retro achievements. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, Excellent. Yeah. That's, that's a very nice, uh, you know, uh, summary of what happened. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> okay. So for people listening and everyone should know about retro achievements by now, I've, I'm always talking about it, but uh, for people listening and who are not aware of, Retro achievements don't know what it is. Uh, could you, you know, 
briefly explain what's mm-hmm. the concept behind this website? Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think the answer depends on the context. But it can be a gaming feature, or a website, or a community. But but l- yeah. let let me start describing it as a gaming feature with the uh, with a player point of view. Um, we can say that retro achievements is a feature where you have some let's say tasks to accomplish inside the game, and the task is called an achievement. And once you do an achievement, you are rewarded for doing it. And while you were playing, you will see in a, in a, you will see a, a badge popping on the screen, informing you that you unlocked that achievement. And well, some some people can say it's a, just a silly thing, but this silly thing causes an injection of dopamine <laughs> in your brain and makes you <laughs> and makes you want to keep playing to unlock other achievements. <laughs> and also, the the achievements you unlocked are are logged in your uh, account in the website so you can keep track of the achievements you already have unlocked and the ones you have to to you you have you still have to unlock to get that sexy mastery badge <laughs> meaning that you <laughs> unlocked every achievement for that game mm-hmm. and well in, in order to play old games with this feature you must use specific emulators that we provide and yeah, that's it. And yeah, the the and so the, you the, you the, sorry. Yeah, go please ahead. go on. So uh, you okay. you're talking about uh, of of, uh, of retro achievements as a feature, right? So it's available mm-hmm. on emulators like RetroArch. You just mentioned like mm-hmm. if you have a RetroPie, yeah, yeah. you can connect your retro achievements account with mm-hmm. your RetroPie as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the project started with, uh, as I said, the project started with some Windows only emulators, but fortunately, mm-hmm. currently it's possible to play with achievements via a RetroArch, and, uh, and it's uh, there's a high chance that our listeners know RetroArch. But for those who don't know, it's an awesome piece of software that can run on several platforms and devices such as. Windows, Linux, Android, iOS, Raspberry Pi, PS Vita, PlayStation 3, and so on. And mm-hmm. it's an amazing piece of software. And since we managed to integrate the achievement feature into RetroArch, it, uh, it opened the... It, it provi- uh, we are able to provide this feature for a huge <laughs> um, user base. And that's why we at Retro Achievements Project we owe them the the Retro Art Project a big gratitude. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah. trying to trying to answer what is Retro Achievements, um, but well, as a community, <laughs> well, uh, I think we have a pretty good answer in our on our fact then I'm going to use that. It says, we are a zero-profit community who collaborate and compete to earn custom-made achievements in classic games through emulation. Achievements are made by and for the community. And and I think it's a good answer because it seems to me that every single word in that sentence has a meaningful value. In fact, uh, I wrote the recently. I wrote the retro achievements manifest document just to go deeper into that uh, answer. Uh, 
And when I say that we are a zero profit community, someone can argue, um, hey, you have a Patreon link on your front page. Well, then turns out that getting donations is not our business model exactly because retro achievements is not a business <laughs> and the, yeah. the, pa the, the patrons contribute with literally one dollar per month and fortunately we have enough patrons to pay the server without needing to rely on annoying adverts uh, our our website is completely ad free <laughs> and yeah you, you know uh, business organizations are always uh usually always eager to get more customers they do whatever they can to please the customers and keep getting more and more of them and but the retro achievements project is not a business we are a community we we, we don't have customers we have community members <laughs> and well mm -hmm. we we are just a bunch of people passionate about retro games and well if, if a person share the same passion they are very welcome to join us and um uh, although we are very welcoming we are welcoming anyone. We are not desperately begging for more and more users. It, it, it works like this. If you like what we have to offer, then come and join us. Uh, and when I, uh, when it's said that achievements are made by and for the community, it means that we are not offering a service to please outsiders. <laughs> of course, we want to provide fun for the retro game lovers everywhere. But like I said, we are not trying to please customers. We, we are creating content for our own enjoyment. Uh, I know that yeah. w what I'm saying right now can, can sound a bit arrogant or something, but I have to say it. No, but it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to say it this way because it, it was quite common to see frustrated people complaining about how things are in the retro achievement scene. And it's not rare to see people with little to no involvement in the project ranting about things or charging for a prof professional work and well uh, everyone in this project or maybe like uh ads asking for for new achievements that well there are no achievements for this game make some now yeah and yeah they, they don't contribute with, with anything right yeah yeah but actually this kind of um <laughs> interaction is not that harmful <laughs> <But> the, <laughs> the thing is uh, the, the the problem starts when people start to be um uh uh, disrespectful with achievement mm -hmm. creators and, and well everyone in this project is a volunteer and dedicate their free time to this project for pure love and well it, then if a person is frustrated with how things are they should come with a respectful approach and with a will to help to improve we like to receive feedback about things we can improve but it must be respectful and Specific, Ju just general ranting doesn't work. Yeah, this sucks. Why? I don't know. It sucks. So it's not. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. not constructive criticism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and okay, actually, yeah. people who who come to suggest new achievements are it, it is a actually a very welcome and it's an encouraged action if if you're mm -hmm. just a player you know a game that doesn't have achievements you are very welcome to come and suggest new okay. achievements as long as you're respectful yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so um i checked my my uh, first interview with scott davis who is the creator the mm -hmm. original creator of retro achievements 
we did this interview in 2013, so seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe the the site and the, the this feature was uh, existed before that. So, would you like to tell us uh, a little bit about how uh, it got created and okay. how, uh, for example, when you joined, if we were to compare uh, how it was when you joined, because mm-hmm. that's where when you started knowing it a little bit more from the inside, mm-hmm. uh, how it's different from now from that point in time. Um, well, first, uh, you asked about how it was created, and well, uh, yeah, Scott is uh, he's a an experienced game programmer, and the, the story, at least the story I'm aware of, is that in 2012 he was working on GoldenEye 007 Reloaded for Xbox and PlayStation 3, and at the end of the development, they were working to add achievements for that game. And, well, uh, he noticed that a big part of the achievements for GoldenEye were based on different quantities of things that happen in the game. And these things are stored in the game's memory. And at that time, he also started to play with the source code of a Genesis emulator. Now, Mega Drive emulator. And it's an emulator called Gens or Gens. Not sure how to pronounce. And, well, uh, I think these two facts, uh, he realizing how achievements work for GoldenEye and being able to tweak the source code of an emulator. These two facts, I think it sparked the idea, hmm, maybe we can have achievements for emulators. <laughs> and, yeah. and then he started to tweak the, the emulator, looking in the RAM of the emulated game for addresses where things are stored, like uh, how many rings Sonic got <laughs> and after some research he managed to implement the achievement feature in that emulator and and uh, if i'm not mistaken sonic w- was the first one he was working Th- that's why sonic is the game number one <laughs> in the retro achievements <laughs> I-, I mean the game the game id <laughs> of sonic is the number one <laughs> but well okay. uh, uh, only the emulator thing wasn't enough the, the players would want to keep track of their achievements, right? And and I, I think that after working on the GoldenEye, um, he had some free time and started to learn web development to and, and, and managed to create the Retro Achievements website where people could create their accounts and log their progress on the games. And, well, I think that's it. That's the brief history of the mm-hmm. creation of the Retro Achievements project but yep. um, talking about how it's different today um, well um, I think after some time uh, Scott became involved with real life demands <laughs> and the project's evolution went into a hiatus um, some people managed to keep creating achievements but the platform wasn't evolving that much as much as we wanted <laughs> and well, in 2017, the staff, the 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 staff of the Retro Achievements created a Discord server, and but well, the the the, the admin staff of the Retro Achievements at that time wasn't uh, very uh, very clear about their tasks, and you know we are. It was like, oh, well, we are taking care of the website, but they didn't have access to the 
to the code to the website code and stuff like that and well since we we started to use discord uh, a discord server as our main way of communication people started to get involved more easily and yeah. it, it was at that time that i was working with later Dell to improve retroarch compatibility and in my opinion it was a big evolution as i said because it opened the achievement feature for non-windows user and uh later uh exactly because of this contribution i was invited to become an admin and one of the first things i did as an, an admin was to create the documentation project because before that it uh, the the achievement creation knowledge was scattered in several forum posts and it was really hard to find them then i decided to start the documentation project and it's currently helping dozens of junior developers to create content for the community and today one thing that was um unbelievable <laughs> years ago is that today we have like two achievement sets two or three achievements that being released every day <laughs> uh, oh yeah it, it's an awesome uh, it's unbelievable <laughs> it would be it's, it's an achievement yeah it's an achievement itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and another okay. another big achievement uh, was in 2018 because Scott opened opened the source code of the website and it allowed us to take this burden from his back and start contributing and fixing very many bugs um, that the website had. And at that time, an experienced web developer named Lukeos um, joined us. Um, he's a very knowledgeable uh, web developer and he's helping a lot. <laughs> and... and uh, we can see, uh, and later another experienced uh, software developer joined us. Um, his name is Jamiras, and he's been doing an awesome work in the emulation front. And as you can see, we were starting starting to have more specialized people taking care of a different front of the retro achievements project. Yeah. And mm -hmm. well, it was helping a lot to improve the the, the overall. Uh, project and yeah. well the, we are very lucky to have those two very knowledgeable experienced guys with us and um I, and uh, another thing uh since we started to use discord we created also we also created some procedures like uh code of conduct for users and another one for achievement creators and i think it it's helping a lot to avoid uh, the previous anarchy and with many disputes or arguments <laughs> <laughs> that happens um, in the early days of retro achievements. And um, another, uh, I think another big thing that happened in our scene, and think again, thanks to the work of Dell and Jamiras, was the RA Liberetro Moot Emulator. Um, it's 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 not exactly a friendly emulator for players, but it's useful for creating achievements. And thanks to this software, we can now support many different consoles. And, and well, before before RA Liberetro, each console had its own emulator to create achievements, and it required a lot of 
let's say, d deprecated work to add support for new consoles. And already Liberator changed this. And mm -hmm. uh, the name is already um, Liberator because it's you. It, it used the same API as uh, RetroArch. Um, maybe I'm going too far into technical details, but when, uh, people who are used to RetroArch, they understand mm -hmm. the concept of cores. You, you choose a core. Yes. Yeah, you choose a core to emulate NES, to emulate Mega Drive. And Array Liberator use the same cores to emulate different systems. And when Laredell created this emulator, it was really uh, cool, really easy. Uh, now it's really easy to add support for new consoles, thanks to okay. the work of these guys. Yeah. So a good question to follow up with that was would be uh, how many consoles roughly uh, uh, are now do you, do you have achievements for or games for those consoles have achievements for? Uh, I think I I will need to uh, I I, need, I never uh, counted. <laughs> Let, never let's counted. Check, yeah. <laughs> let's check the website. <laughs> yeah, but well, the, the classic ones. So for sure. may, maybe a better question would be uh, how. Uh, you know how close to modern gaming are you now with with retro well the, the more the more modern we have is Nintendo DS. Okay. Okay, I, I have the all the the list of all supported systems, and no, it would it will be a bit tedious, but let's go. <laughs> uh, 30, <laughs> 30, Sega 32x, 3DO arcade games, Atari uh, twenty six hundred. 7800, Atari Jaguar, Atari Lynx, ColecoVision, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Game Gear, MSX, Odyssey, Master System, Mega Drive, NES, Neo Geo Pocket, Nintendo 64, Nintendo DS, PC Engine, PlayStation, um, SNES, Saturn, Sega CD, Vectrex, really old. Virtual Boy, that <laughs> that weird thing, red thing, <laughs> and Wonder Swan. Yeah, I think that's it. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's a lot of systems. Yeah, yeah. And you you can always go. Uh, you can always count on Nintendo. So you can. Uh, they don't have an achievement system yet, so you can yeah. go as far as as the Nintendo Switch for now, and you will be able to create new achievements. If you run out of consoles and if you run out of games. Retro games, you can still do things for the Nintendo system. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's amazing. That's amazing. Very, very good job. Very good job. Yeah. Uh, Milo, let's take a quick break. Okay. We've been talking for a little bit. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I have a surprise for you. Okay. Because okay? you're a special guest on the Sega Lounge. And I, I always like to treat my guests, you know, well and be friendly so you'll have a surprise okay and then we'll keep talking a little bit more about retro achievements is it is okay? it is it a caipirinha <laughs> that would be awesome i love caipirinha uh and i would love to to drink one right now with you and okay. it would fit the theme of the lounge we yeah. should have drinks for our guests okay and then virtual drinks okay I'm, I'm gonna work on that for the future yes okay <laughs> we'll be right back okay This episode of the Sega Lounge is sponsored by PodPage. Let me be frank, 
I have no web dev skills whatsoever. When I thought of bringing back the Sega Lounge as a podcast earlier this year, I started looking for a way to create a good-looking and functional website for it. I was able to find different options and even some for free, but they either were lacking in features that I wanted to have or were not directly aimed at podcast creators. That's when I heard of Podpage, which was still in its beta stages at that time. Not only was it at its inception already a great way to create and customize a podcast-centric website, but as the weeks went by, new features were added that improved upon the original concept. And the awesome part is it continues to get new features every month. Not only that, but you get top-tier customer service from the creator of Podpage himself. I highly recommend Podpage, and if you're looking for a way to create a professional podcast website, you can check it out by going to thesegalounge.com forward slash podpage. Try it for free with your own podcast by going to thesegalounge.com forward slash podpage. Welcome back, Melo. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. Okay. Uh, it's time for your surprise. Are you excited? Oh, yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your surprise is something that we do uh, every week on the Sega Lounge with our guests, and it's called the Sega Lounge Challenge. Now that you know our guests, it's time to put them to the test. It's the moment we've waited for and the moment they dread. Welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. <laughs> oh, I love challenges. <laughs> oh, good. That's a good. That's a different answer than I'm used to. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, from the retro achievements community, <laughs> oh, it, yeah. it's, it's yeah. usual to love challenges. Yes. Yeah. You're used to fixing problems as well, right? So yeah. if you have a problem, you, you fix it. You create a way to, to make it work. Okay. okay. So that's good. That's good. That's good because uh, what is the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be anything I want. But this week, I thought to myself, well, we have to do something retro achievement related. Mm, so cool. what I have here is the Sega Retro Achievements Challenge. Awesome. What is that, you ask? It's awesome, but it's also maybe a bit tricky. <laughs> so I have, I have the names, the names of ten retro achievements that are real retro achievements that are part of retroachievements.org. So th these are real. I haven't made any uh, any of them up. They are all real. Okay. Your challenge will be to guess, or maybe you know, but guess what game. In a Sega console, they're from. Okay, oh, okay. so but, just but, just from the name of oh. the challenge. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, the, if if you want to, uh, I'll. These are multiple choice uh, oh, questions. Like yeah, yeah. so I can give you options. That would help. But uh, yes, only if you need, because you know you are like the retro achievements guru. <laughs> You okay, <laughs> let's try. You know them all, right? Um, Say yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, of <laughs> course, of course. Okay. <laughs> so are you ready for the Sega Retro Achievements Challenge? Um, we are 
um, never ready, but let's try it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So 10, right? Let's start with number one. Okay. Art museum. Oh. Okay. Art museum. Um, do, do I have do you need options? Um, I, I, would, I would guess Bonanza Brothers. So because there you is don't an, need you don't want okay, options. Okay, yeah, I want options. Yeah, I want. <laughs> I don't know. I know it's okay. It's cool. You, as I said, you know them all. So uh, uh, if you don't need options, but I remember that. Uh, oh, yeah. Let, let's see. The, will will my 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 point my retro points would be decreased if I use the options? <laughs> Just maybe your pride. Maybe <laughs> your pride would be right. But uh, I, it's the same point. So one point for question, for answer. For okay. Answer, it, it, so it, it, okay. It, it is Bonanza Brothers. I'm pretty sure because I mastered that game. And I remember there, uh, I, uh, actually, I don't, I'm not really sure if, the, if it's the last stage, but I know that there is a stage which is an art museum. museum. Mm -hmm. So uh, final answer, right? Bonanza yeah. Brothers. Bonanza Brothers, yes. Okay. So now that this is the final answer, it's locked in. We can't change anything. I'm going to uh, tell you what the options were. Okay. Okay. So option A was Bonanza Brothers on the Mega Drive. Mm -hmm. Option B, World of Illusion on the Mega Drive. Option C, Sonic CD on the Mega CD. Your answer is... Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Are you still sure about your answer? Yeah, A. Your answer is, hello. Correct. Correct. Good oh, job. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Very good. Yeah, that yeah. is, of course, Bonanza Brothers. Uh, it's funny that you would you you, you mentioned this game before. I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah. Interesting. This was not planned. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do, go with number two. Mm -hmm. Number two is that was easy. That was easy. It's the title of the achievement. That's the title of the achievement. Oh. That was easy. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I, I will need the options. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, option A. Echo the Dolphin on the Mega Drive. Option B. The Lion King on the Mega Drive. Option C. Sonic the Hedgehog on the Mega Drive. That was easy. That was easy. Well, uh, I would, I will guess. Uh, the the option A. I forgot the option A. Echo, Echo the Dolphin, the Lion King in Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, I I will guess. Um, Sonic, the Hedgehog. But, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, but it's like yeah. it's like those uh, tests in school where you have to guess something. <laughs> I'm not really sure, but I will guess. Let us see. <laughs> uh, are you lucky? Let's see if you if you're a lucky person or not. Okay. So this is your final answer, right? Option C: uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no turning back now. Yeah. Your it's, answer it's... is. Correct. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, it yeah. it is Sonic Adventure. Oh, and by the way, I didn't tell you that the first one, Art Museum, was Clear Stage in Art Museum from Bonanza Brothers, 
This is complete the first act of Green Hill Zone in Sonic the Hedgehog on the Mega Drive. Oh. This is what That Was Easy is about. Oh, yeah. So good job. Two okay. points. Two oh. points. Well done. Two out of ten. Okay. Can we at least get six, right? Well, six out so. of ten is a good score. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Number three, Milo. Okay. A Dragon's Power. A Dragon's Power. Um, dragon's Power. Um, a Dragon's Power. Any idea? Um, I think I'll need the... The, the, options. the options. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Option A for a dragon's power. Option uh, A is... Yes? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, before you say the options, I, I think it's something related to Wonder Boy. <laughs> let, okay. Let, let's, let's check if... if the, so let, let's see. Let's okay. see if there's Wonder Boy in here. So option A, Wonder Boy 3, the dragon's trap on the master system. Okay. Master system. Option B, Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle on the Mega Drive. Option C, Prince of Persia in, uh, um, on the Mega CD, actually. <laughs> um, so Wonder Boy 3, the Dragon's Trap, Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle, Prince of Persia. Uh, I don't remember any Dragon Prince of Persia. Well, I will stick with Wonder Boy, <laughs> letter A. <laughs> So Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap. Dragon's Trap, yeah. Have you ever played Wonder Boy 3? Um, actually not. <laughs> I only played... What, what, what did you think uh, about Wonder Boy Be when because, I said the name? Of yeah, because I remember it's an interesting story about Sega in Brazil too. Uh, I remember there is a game with Monica. Oh, <laughs> Tomb of the Monica, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, it was just uh, it. It was like a hack <laughs> mm -hmm. of of Wonder Boy. <laughs> and I remember vaguely. I remember there is there was a dragon there, mm -hmm. but okay. I I I didn't play um, Wonder Boy actually. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's see if you are right and you have uh, another point. Your answer is absolutely correct. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was lucky. Well done. <laughs> Good job. Good job. That's it. Wonder Boy 3, the Dragon's Trap. A Dragon's Power is collect your first fireball item. That's oh, okay. the, the achievement. Okay. You have to Doing defeat. great. You have to defeat yeah. the dragon. Yeah, so you actually find the dragon at the beginning of the game, mm -hmm. and then you have to play through, and you get a curse. You get cursed uh, with, you, I think you get turned into a, a lizard, then you get different transformations, and then in the end you'll need to defeat the dragon again. There was, there's a, um, a remastered version of the game that was released uh, like three or four years ago mm -hmm. on modern systems very fun okay number four Milo mm -hmm. you're doing great number four is holy cow holy cow <laughs> to holy cow to to join your I don't know um oh let's see the options let's see the options option a earthworm gym on the mega drive oh yeah Earthworm Jim is known to be saying 
random <laughs> sentences like that. Uh, okay. okay, let's Op- let's option see. Option B. Option B. Let, let's go with the other ones. Option B is Alex Kidd in Miracle World on the Master System. Mm-hmm. Okay. Option C: Toe Jam and Earl on the oh, Mega Drive. Yeah. Now, now I'm I'm. <laughs> I'm Which one? Which one? <laughs> A or C? Well, I, I will, I will follow my instinct and say, um, uh, the the letter A or letter A, Earthworm Worm Jim, because I remember Earthworm Jim. I remember him saying many funny things. <laughs> mm-hmm. But well, but this is not like this is not like a sentence, or it could be, but it's it's an achievement. So, do you think this would fit? Into oh, yeah. Earthworm Jim. Well, holy cows! Um, holy cow! Holy cow! There, there is a cow. Uh, I think there is a cow. A cow in the game. Um, I can't remember. Well, uh, Earthworm Jim. That's my answer. <laughs> Earthworm Jim is your answer. Yeah. Okay. Final answer, right? Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. So. Let me start by saying that Earthworm Jim does have a cow. Yeah, I remember. Does have a cow. Yes. <laughs> and, and the first level, and, and not just the first level, but there's there's cows in, in many parts of the game. Yeah, I, I remember uh, I, I knew Earthworm <laughs> Jim before actually playing the game, but by uh, seeing the, the magazines. The, the old cartoon. Ma- the, the, oh, old the old magazines, magazines okay. from the 90s. And I was really uh, interested into playing that game well many funny things happen <laughs> yeah yeah many sure. nonsense okay. <laughs> yeah just let me ask you a question before i tell you the answer you said to Gem and earl before i gave you the options why yeah yeah because they are they also um talk random stuff like that <laughs> um, mm-hmm. well, and then i i told you that it was an option it, it you said no it's earthroom jim yeah because i remember the the, the actual Call call in, in the, the game Earthworm Gene. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Let me start by telling you that Toe Gem and Earl is not the correct answer. Oh. Earthworm Jim is not the correct answer oh. either. <laughs> the correct answer is Alex Kidd in Miracle World on the Master System. <laughs> yeah. So um, is there a call? The, the the achievement is defeat the ox in the village of Namui using only bare fists. There's an ox. Oh, so it's pretty yeah. close to a cow. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it's called <laughs> Holy Cow. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. So no, no, no problem. Okay. Three points so far. Doing great. Let's go with number five. Okay. okay? Let's go. Number five is the floor is lava. Oh, there, the there are, there are lava. many there are many games with with achievement like that. I I actually I created one with this name, and it is uh, usually we we achievement creators use this name to mean you can't uh, stay um, touching <laughs> standing on uh, on the floor. Well, yeah. I, I created one named. Uh, the floor is lava for Shinobi Three, but well, let's see the mm-hmm. options. Uh, I, I know, I know, yeah, Sonic, let's... I know Sonic has a an achievement with that name too. Okay, but well, so let's see, let's see if if from these ones that I have here, okay, 
if we if we can uh, if we can see what, which one it is. Okay. Option A. Sonic the Hedgehog on the Mega Drive. Mm-hmm. Option B. Aladdin on the Mega Drive. Option C. Sonic and Knuckles on the Mega Drive. Um, I, I will guess letter A. Sonic, one Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I remember. Okay. I remember this achievement. Okay. I think it's bit seconds. Not, not Sonic. Not Sonic and Knuckles. No. No, no. Sonic one. Sonic, no, no, no. Yeah. Okay, Sonic one. Okay. And final then, answer. Final answer. Yeah. And let's use so you said and, and, and let's use this yeah. opportunity to uh, shameless self promotion and tell yes. and, and and tell the listeners to play Shinobi Three too, <laughs> Shinobi Three because yes. I created that with it. It was like my my the last achievement set I worked on, and I'm really happy <laughs> with the okay, so results. Go play Shinobi Three. Okay, Return yeah. of the Ninja Master. Yes, yeah, and, all, and, and should all go that play that. Yeah, and you know you will have to um, unlock an achievement named "The Floor Is Lava" too. <laughs> yes, and remember when you unlock that achievement, remember this interview. Yeah, remember yeah. us. Remember us. And go remember to, Malou. Yeah, get, go to my user wall and say thanks for creating these achievements. <laughs> <laughs> or curse you! Yeah. This was so hard. This was very difficult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's get to the answer. You said Sonic the Hedgehog. Letter A. Um, letter A. So both Aladdin and Sonic and Knuckles have uh, levels with lava. Mm-hmm. Um, the answer, however, is Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. There's a, the floor is lava achievement in Sonic 2 as well. Oh. Uh, but this is get to marble zone, so it's get to the second level of the game, which has love. Yeah. Okay. Good job. So four points, four out of five so far, which is amazing. Oh yeah. Good job. Yeah. Let's see. We're halfway there. Let's take a look at number six. Okay. Okinawan dojo. What? Okinawan <laughs> dojo. Okay. It's dojo. Any idea of oh. possible game? No, something. Well, some ninja game. <laughs> um, okay. Well, let, let's let's check the options. Yeah, Just let's see. check the options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, option A: The Revenge of Shinobi on the Mega Drive. Option B: Alex Kid in Shinobi World on the Master System. Mm. Option C, Shinobi on the Master System. Uh, I will guess letter B, Alex Kidd in Shinobi World. Why? Um, because I think he needs to go to different uh, masters to learn ninja stuff. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. I'm just guessing. Okay. Okay. So, final answer? Option B? Yeah, yeah. They're all ninjas, right? All ninja-based games. Yeah, Shinobi, yeah, yeah. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> but you, you, you're, you're saying Alex but, but Yeah, but, but, but the, 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 the letter A and C uh, uh, 
well, at a first sight, I see them as actual masters of the ninja art, and Alex Kidd is just learning, and I think he needs to go to dojos. <laughs> that was my thinking. I see. <laughs> yeah. I see. That's a very interesting way of thinking. Yeah. And I am happy to tell you that your answer is incorrect. Oh. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's Shinobi on the Master System. Oh. It's Shinobi on the Master System. And the the achievement is obtain the Nunchaku. Oh, yeah. So it's it's what you get when you do this in the game. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, let's go with seven, shall we? Okay, let's go. Mm. The priceless can. The priceless can. Okay. I don't think you're going to get anywhere with this, so I'm going to give you the options, okay? Mm-hmm. Unless you tell me you know what it is already. No, no, I don't know. No, no, okay. Option A, Shining Force CD on the Mega CD. Option B, Fantasy Star on the Master System. Option C, The Story of Thor or Beyond Oasis, as it's known in the US, uh, for the Mega Drive. Um, well, so Shining Force, Fantasy Star, or the story of Thor beyond Oasis? Um, I will guess letter A, but <laughs> just, just a random guess. <laughs> I don't know this one. Have you played any of these games? No, no. Uh, letter C, which one was letter C? The story of Thor. I don't know if it's called the story of Thor or beyond Oasis. It, in Europe, is it's the story of Thor. Mm-hmm. In the US, it's called Beyond Oasis. I don't, I'm not sure how it was released in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't play okay. those ones. So, Shining Force CD is your guess. Yeah. Yeah. Final answer. Final answer, yes. F- uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Final yeah. answer, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Uh, <laughs> and the answer is... Incorrect. Oh. Unfortunately, no. Yeah. It was Fantasy Star. Fantasy Star, Star. on the Master System. Master. This is. It's an uh, RPG. Obtain... Yes, it's an RPG. They are all RPGs, but the the third one is an action RPG. The first two ones are uh, JRPGs, are turn based RPGs. Oh so, yeah. yeah. Uh, the priceless scan is obtain Laconian pot from Nekise. Oh yeah. So. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, yes, familiar. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we ha- we've got three left, and you've got four points. Oh, I so we yeah. we want at least two more points, yeah. right? So we, we we you can still make it. Okay. Option, not option, but uh, question or achievement number eight. Bridge construction. Bridge construction. Mm, City. <laughs> Let Let's see the options. Yeah. <laughs> Let's let's look at, at the options. Option A, Sonic the Hedgehog on the Master System. Okay. Mm-hmm. Option B, Alex Kidd in Miracle World on the Master System as well. Mm-hmm. Option C, Streets of Rage on the Mega Drive. Oh, I remember there is a there's a bridge. Um uh Streets of Rage, but actually there is a 
bridge on almost every beat'em up game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, I will guess Streets of Rage because I remember that there is a, a bridge and there is a life uh, item, a one-up item in this mm-hmm. uh, in this stage. Stage. And 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 I remember that the life is near to a to a hill where a place where you can fall and lose a life. And it's tricky mm-hmm. to get the life, and if uh, if an enemy beats you, you will fall and lose a life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So your final answer is C, Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Yeah. On the Mega Drive. Mega Drive. Yeah. Uh, l- let me start by telling you that Sonic the Hedgehog on the Master System has a level called Bridge Zone. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that could be the answer. Yeah, but the I, answer. I, I, I remember yes. this thing about the the bridge in being incomplete and some um, cones to say it, to to mean that it's under construction. I, I remember this from Streets of Rage. That's my guess, and I'm confident. Yeah, let's go. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're sure of it. So your answer is. Correct. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bridge construction complete. Stage two in Streets of Rage. Make a drive. Good job. Nice. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Five five points so far. Good job. Yeah. Okay. It, it's interesting. Uh, it's an interesting challenge to <laughs> to force my memory. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. Doing great. Nice. Um, achievement number nine. Retro achievement number nine. I smell a rat. I smell a rat. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't need the options. Yeah, you, you'll need the options. So we we have three options. Option A: Castle of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse, on the Master oh, System. I played this one. Okay, let's go okay. to the other one. Yeah. Option B: Comic Zone on the Mega Drive. Oh yeah, Comic Zone. I'm I'm pretty sure Comic Zone. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No need. No need for no, option no, no, C. No. 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 Let, let, let's let's see the <laughs> option C. <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles on the Mega Drive. So Castle of Illusion, Comic Zone, or Sonic and Knuckles? Oh, I'm I'm divided into A or, or B, but I remember there is a rat in the Comic Zone. Okay, I'm going with letter B, Comic Zone. Do you remember the name of the rat, by the way? Mm, no, no. Uh, nope. No, uh, roadkill. Uh, uh, roadkill. Roadkill. Yeah, I remember yeah. that that the game is about. It's a really interesting game with many um, movements. You have to guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, currently we have game facts and sites where you can see the secret codes. But well, in the nineties, it was more fun to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're going with Comic Zone. Yeah, for for six points, right? That's that's the goal here. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Your option, your answer is correct. Good. Yeah. Good job. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, the 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 achievement is I smell a rat. It's rescue and pick up your pet rat. Roadkill. Roadkill. Yeah. (laughs) Roadkill. Yeah. Also, the name of the band that played the soundtrack to the game. Roadkill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Nice. So one question left. 
Oh. You can still get it or make it to seven points, which would be great. Yeah. So let's go with number 10. Okay. Magic carpet ride. Oh, Aladdin. <laughs> let's go. Okay. Let, let's check the options. Let's check the options, though. World of Illusion on the Mega Drive. Oh, yeah. There is this one. Okay. Uh, B, Aladdin on the Game Gear. C, Shining Force CD on the Mega CD. Mm. Uh, what? Um, so, Word of Magic the... Carpet Ride is the achievement. Mm -hmm. World of Illusion is option A. World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck yeah, on the Mega yeah, Drive. I remember it has a Magic yeah. Carpet too. Okay. Option B, Aladdin on the Game Gear. Mm -hmm. Option C, Shining Force CD on the Mega CD, of course. Um, well, uh, I would need to guess and um, I'm use my first answer without the, the options, uh, Aladdin. So you're going to go with your gut, gut feeling. So your first answer, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you go with Aladdin on the Game Gear. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> for glory. For glory. Can you make it? Seven points. Yes, it is Aladdin on the Game Gear. Well done. <laughs> Good job. Nice, yeah. nice. So I actually, I went into World of Illusion to check if there was no achievement called Magic Carpet Ride. And there was not. So this is See the World with Princess Jasmine, stage five of Aladdin on the Game Gear. Good job. That's romantic. Job. Well done. Yeah, very romantic. Yeah. <laughs> Seven points out of 10. It's an amazing result. Thank you very much and good job. Yeah, Congratulations. No, I'm proud. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that means, that means something important. That means that you get the official uh, Sega Lounge seal of approval, which I will send to you. Um, nice. It's a badge I can put on my retro achievements email. profile. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that would be a good idea. That would be a good idea. Not many people have this. And so it's it's a, a badge of honor, yeah. I would say. <laughs> nice. Uh, so I will I will send it to you uh, in a, in a little bit. But thank you, thank you very much for taking part in the Sega Lounge nice. uh, challenge. Good nice. job, good job. Okay. Um, so before we go, before we go, mm -hmm. uh, let's let's talk a little bit uh, more about retroachievements.org. So you already mentioned. Uh, several facts about the the website, about the, this feature, about the community. Um, mm -hmm. Have you guys uh, planned? Are, are there any plans to implement new features, new functions into the website or the achievements themselves? Are there any plans people should be aware of? When it comes yeah, to the yeah. future of sure, sure, and well, uh, th there are some known problems on the website, and uh, as I said about the history, uh, the, Scott managed to create the website, but well, web development is not his area of expertise, and fortunately, we have Lucas with us, and. He's an experienced, as I said, he's an experienced web developer and is currently working in a new version of the website coded entirely from scratch. 
and well the, the, actually there is a, a meme in the retro achievements community uh, where people are always asking v2 when <laughs> v2 meaning the version 2 the second version of okay. the website yeah mm. and and well uh, it, i'm i'm also improving a lot my web development skills and i want to join the development of the website once Lucas finished the main architecture and well what people the users can expect to see a more polished website soon and with modern features features you usually see on modern forums or social networks uh, things like mention you can mention a person notifications Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you will can create a list of games you plan you want to play and create a let's say a to-do list of games and oh. well uh, that that that's it uh, once the main architecture is done we are, we 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 will go we will be able to implement m these modern features and i'm excited to see that um there is no um we can't uh, promise uh, a day for it to be released but well uh, I saw some uh, a prototype of this and it's looking great and well hopefully this year or in the um, January <laughs> well I, I can't promise yeah. anything in the, near future. in the near future yeah in the near future I guess <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and well, you uh, are uh, working hard on it. That's what you can promise people. We're working hard on it, so yeah, yeah. it'll be done and, soon. And, and, and I'm sure. And and well, uh, it's it, this pandemic thing was an unfortunate thing, but it affected anyone, and and especially parents, people who have kids, and with kids not going to school. And well, I think it it, it took many of my free time and i think it took uh, lucas time too and it delayed a bit because of this pandemic but um yeah. well i hopefully it will happen soon and well yeah. you you asked uh also about achievements and the thing in is that achievement sets are constantly being improved and uh, by the way, some, sometimes it's it's a reason of some heated arguments because because we, we do not lock the achievement sets. I mean, once an achievement set is released, it's not uh, written in stone. It's it's still open for mm -hmm. improvements, and we have some procedures to in order to allow changes in the achievement set. But uh, usually, the achievement creators post in the forums about their plans, what what they want to change, and then. The achievement creators community vote about the change, and well, sometimes it, it causes some heated arguments because players who already have the mastery badge of a game sometimes become frustrated because of that. Like having a badge for a game, they don't have all achievements unlocked. But well, it turns out that the project is and will always be open for improvements. Then. If someone appears with a with great ideas for creative achievements, and some creator, the, the creators community approves the the changes, they will get implemented. So 
well mm -hmm. uh, we are constantly improving and it's also a, a good way to to get uh, the regular users involved is exactly that uh, suggesting new achievements about games they really love and they know very well mm -hmm. no, I think excellent that's, yeah. so so people can expect that to evolve as well with with the years and to yeah. be yeah our, our achievements library yeah yeah yeah, yeah ac 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 actually it, it was one of the main things that got me uh be amazed and love this community because th there is a nes game uh called gi joe it's a very very interesting game because you you choose your team and each character has a has a feature well anyways uh th this game didn't have achievements and i suggested some and a, uh, uh, an achievement created popped and implemented my suggestion I, I became really satisfied like like uh just as a regular user i felt like being part of the project and uh, it's a it's a cool feeling <laughs> you know uh yeah use regular users can be part of the the, the project of the community too mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I joked about that before, but it's actually encouraged that people should suggest uh, new achievements and mm -hmm. improvements if they if they know the game, if they exactly. think if they improved. think that there is, a, let's say, uh, if you you don't need to be concerned about uh, uh, if the game already has its, uh, an achievement set, if you mm -hmm. even if it has. An achievement set and you know let's say there is an easter egg you you think an achievement should be addressing that easter egg you can suggest that it's an interesting way to improve the overall project the quality mm -hmm. yeah yeah excellent excellent let's yeah. say people um are if if let, let's try to be simple and brief and to the point but let's say people are not familiar with retro achievements. They learned about it by listening to this interview. Mm -hmm. uh, they are interested. They are interested in using it uh, when playing uh, emulated games. What would you tell people to do to to get a, retro achievements running on their, for example, RetroArch or RetroPie? What should they do? Should they go to the website? What What's the first step? Yeah, the the first. The first step is to go to retroachievements.org and create an account, and mm -hmm. and then go to uh, the download section and download an emulator. And uh, well, that the, it's an interesting question. Um, fortunate, it's fortunate that you asked that because we don't uh, we are we are very strict with no sharing ROMs. In our website, because there is a risk, a legal, uh, legal risk, to promote this activity um, in our website, we we can't share links to download copyrighted material in our forums, and well, people have to find out how they can find the games by their own, mm -hmm. and and well, um, if you have any problem with configuring your stuff you can join our discord there is a help me channel there where people are always happy to help and that's basically it and probably if if the listener is a real newcomer to the 
emulation thing, probably they will have some problem to do the initial configuration of RetroArch, but I'm really aware that there are many uh, useful vi YouTube videos showing how to do the initial setup. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's really very simple, actually. It's very, very simple. It's yes, yeah. a matter of connecting your account. So it's yeah. the easiest part of, of configuring all the RetroArch things and mm -hmm. all the cores. So retro achievements, setting up retro achievements is, is the easiest part. So yeah. don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what, what I see that many people uh, get confused is because RetroArch doesn't have that usual uh, looking feel of a Windows application with where you use the mouse to control stuff. It it was an mm -hmm. it, it was a software uh, uh, created to be controlled with a joystick, and sometimes people get confused by that. But well, there are many YouTube tutorials where you can check and learn. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I know there's also a, a new project, a recent project that you would like to talk about called RA News, Retro Achievements News. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about that? The RA News is a project we've started a few months ago. And one of the intentions uh, is to give to the community that feeling of having a monthly magazine. That, that's a retro feeling, right? Um, well, I started the RA News project because I was noticing many cool things happening in our scene here and there, but scattered in scored or in forum threads that in a matter of days or even hours were being buried, uh, therefore being missed by a big portion of the community. And hopefully with RA News, the community can have a centralized place to check what's going on. Uh, it's been really cool to produce that and see the community get involved. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I'm the RA News web developer and the editor, but the contents are being produced mainly by the community members. And I think that it's valuable to give them that feeling that they are part of the project. People can contribute with articles advertising their favorite achievement sets, uh, share tips to master a game, share achievement creation tips. And also in each, in each issue, we publish a list with all brand new achievement sets released in the previous month. So it's a, a good thing to check it out what's, what's, what's the new stuff being published in, on the site. And also all the achievement sets that were changed, which competitions are open to join and many other cool stuff. Um, I think any retro fan will enjoy it to at least give it a try. You just need to go to news.retroachievements.org and you will have access to the latest issue and can also check the previous ones. That's very cool. Milo, one final question. I ask this, this question to all of my guests. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with blast processing? No. Blast processing. Mm, no. I'll explain. Explain. In the 90s, Sega, especially Sega of America, said that the Genesis uh, had blast processing, which made it more powerful, faster, than the competition, than the Super Nintendo. Okay. So let's say it, it, it's not a real thing. It's just like a marketing okay. thing. Yeah. But let's say it's a real thing. And let's say you could add blast processing to anything in the world. 
what would it be and why? Anything. In, in technology? No, in anything. What, anything. Whatever you want. Even even to like, people. <laughs> even to people. Okay. Um, bl- I would add blessed processing to positivity. Uh, uh, I see many negativity on the internet. Um, it actually it uh, wastes too much energy of people uh, who like to contribute with open source project and stuff like that and uh, sometimes I see that the negativity and just people people just trolling and just for for nothing <laughs> you understood just bring negativity yeah, for, with, with no profit of it and it sometimes it kills the motivation of good good people and knowledgeable people and they just give up contributing and that's that's mm-hmm. it uh, add please world add blast processing to positivity <laughs> yes yes that's a very good answer Tumilu, thank you very much for your time thanks for coming on the sega lounge okay. for playing the game and beating the game oh yeah uh, quite well yeah, yeah. <laughs> good job all the best for retroachievements.org. Hopefully we can see all of those features that you mentioned uh, in the future very, very soon. All those social aspects of it, which will mm-hmm. be very interesting to, to see mm-hmm. and use in the future. And uh, hopefully you can come back in the future to tell us a little bit more about that. Okay. And maybe we can even play some games uh, online, some retro games online soon. Yeah. Who knows? For example, Shinobi 3. <laughs> Exactly, and <laughs> unlock the the floor is lava exactly, achievement. Exactly. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you very much. All right, take care. Bye bye. Many thanks to Meleo for coming on the show. If you use emulators to play retro games, I urge you to check out retroachievements.org, create an account there and connect it to your emulator. And feel free to share the best or hardest to get retro achievements that you get with me on Twitter at the Sega Lounge. I'd love to see them. If you want to see what it's like to get some retro achievements, stop by my Twitch channel sometime and you can see that and my poor gaming skills in action. And that's it for the week. Thank you very much for listening. And if you're not subscribed to the show already, please do it so you don't miss the next few episodes. And if you have a couple of minutes and you like what we're doing here, please consider writing a review on your podcast service of choice or by going to thesegalounge.com forward slash rate. Have a great week and enjoy some games. Yakuza Like a Dragon is coming out in the next few days, which means more sick of goodness available for our gaming pleasure. Take care, and I'll see you all next time. Bye bye The Sega Lounge, hosted by me, KC, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts. Theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opusciencecollective.bandcamp.com. Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to podcast at thesegalounge.com. 
follow us on Twitter at The Sega Lounge and like us at facebook.com slash The Sega Lounge. You can find previous episodes of the show by going to thesegalounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Thank you.